Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, brought to you by Roast House Pub, one of Frederick's finest craft beer and culinary destinations, where great people come to drink amazing beer. Visit them to track their taps and menu at roasthousepub.com, or download the digital pour app to track what's on tap. Hello, this is episode, uh, special episode, we'll just give it the number of a hundred and nine and a half, no, ten and a half, what was yet? I actually, I have no idea. You're listening to this at some point in between a couple other episodes that were recorded. Um, I'm joined in studio for, I, mean, I think this is like the third time you guys have been on. I think so. Or so. Uh, the gentleman from McClintock Distillery. Is it or is it distilling company? Distilling company. It does, doesn't can, matter. It's a. It's just like breweries. You never know. Like there's so many variations of what a brewery decides what they're going to call themselves. Brewing company, brewery. brewery. As long as you don't call us a brewery, we're fine. You you definitely are not a brewery. Well, most people walk in. <laughs> what you guys brewing here? <laughs> well, you do brew. That's yeah, true. Step one, brewing. Yeah, you wouldn't want to drink rye whiskey mash as a beer though. That wouldn't taste very no. good. You should just like try selling some of it. Yeah. Maybe start a new porch. trend. <laughs> All right, so the two gentlemen you were just hearing from were Braden Bumpers and Tyler Hem. I'm waiting. Hagemeyer. 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 That's. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was close. The, I threw an the M in. Fear there. in your eyes when you got that. Uh, it was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh crap. Well, it's not nearly as. Fun. And actually, Hagemeyer is kind of fun to say, but it's not nearly as fun to say as Braden Bumpers. I know Bumpers True. like the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Heard so a few times. Actually, when I was, I had to clean out a bunch of old episodes on the machine that records this because uh, I was running out of space, and I noticed almost to the day, uh, you guys were on last year to talk about your anniversary. So I'm assuming that's why you're here again. That is correct. Oh yeah, another year. So um, you guys haven't shut down yet. So far, so good. Next year. <laughs> it's three and you're out. <laughs> the shame comes in if you shut in the first two. So we're gonna hold on for another one. Yeah, you can still be proud of yourself <laughs> exactly. if you make it three years. That's the magic number. That's Tell the, the grandkids number. about something. <laughs> Well, you can leave. I mean, you have T-shirts and stuff, so at least you. you there was have evidence things. we existed. We both at one have point. a couple T-shirts. I think I have thirty-two in my closet mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, only McClintock gear these days. <laughs> but, well, I don't see a McClintock shirt on you now. Well, I haven't is taken it? off enough layers for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fun has only begun. <laughs> They're briefs today. <laughs> <laughs> so you're having your. The, wait, second part? Two-year Se- anniversary yeah, Two-year anniversary party. Yeah. Um, and what is special about this party? So we're releasing uh, our straight bourbon, which was one of the first products we actually distilled, but it's been aging for a full two years. Um, we brought a little sample today. It, it literally turned two years last week, so it just hit the mark. And it's, uh, it should be a fun one. And then we're re-releasing the Bootjack Rye. And the ever-popular. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah. Finally have some more of that in stock. Um, and then a spiced pear uh, cordial, which is kind of a fun product. It's good f- fall-winter drinking. Is uh, that from the... Um was it element shrub element shrub yeah. leftover or not leftovers but I, yeah i guess it kind of more leftovers yeah that's pretty it's much what leftovers. it is yeah um yeah so it'll be the first of four liqueurs we're doing with partnership with him um which should be fun what was the very first thing you distilled uh water uh, uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. make sure all of the valves were tight <laughs> which almost none of them were yeah. um so that was good we didn't leak any ethanol a lot of calls gas. back to germany a lot of <laughs> back and forth and some austrian tongue yeah and and then a little bit more use of a hammer than i think i would have liked to see for yeah. that opening <laughs> didn't realize a hammer was part of the distillation process mm-hmm. in the first few runs yeah uh, and then we did what a vodka and then bourbon was right after that yep. so this was we had the third product ever to be distilled on the still and now it's finally coming of age yeah for the first few like six months or so we only put about six barrels on the wall yeah so we don't have a lot of whiskeys in the early days mm-hmm. so the you, you we'll talk more about the bourbon in a little bit um but you had said that the bootjack is coming back out again yes at, will you be at a point where that'll 
always be available, like a rotating. We were. It'll get there, but yeah. not yet. It'll probably be another solid year okay. or so until we get to it. So you can get to supply. the point where there's enough in barrels yeah. to. And then we'll start thinking about pushing it out to our distributor, and so it'll be beyond Frederick. But until we can keep it in stock in the distillery, we're, we're all going to be pushing it out to distribution. Yeah. It was definitely the last rye release was an eye-opening experience for us of just going through you know 400 bottles in five hours like we need so many more barrels on the wall we don't have nearly enough so it's i mean it's great to see people really you know embrace the product but we definitely need to uh ramp up our whiskey production uh I mean, ultimately, people should just come to Frederick anyway. So yeah, right. Be, it just adds one more reason to yeah, come visit exactly. Frederick. Yeah, it's fun to have like a distillery-only product, so people get some unique experience when they come in. Still, and that's something we'll always have. It's mm-hmm. Kind of things we'll have at the distillery-only. Mm-hmm. A lot of things we will kind of small batch to the point that are, they're too small to push out to distribution. Yeah. So, how many bottles will be available this time? Only about 100, 150 of the bourbon, just one single 30-gallon barrel. But then we'll have another three or so barrels of the rye, so another 450 bottles of the rye coming out. But we do expect probably both of them to sell out that day. Yeah. So people should come to the party if they want to get either of them. If you want the bourbon, I would say come as close to noon as possible. Um, that we, and sign up for the mailing list. Yes. Yeah, we'll be announcing um, this, this release. We're going to be doing a lottery raffle um, for the first – 50 bottles of the bourbon um so that'll be like a reserve to be able to reserve them right Right so yeah so that'll hold your bottle um but we had a lot of interest so we were trying to think of the best way to do it um so that's one way to get it uh i would recommend if you don't get the lottery to be there as close to noon as possible um we'll do a first come first serve for a certain number of bottles i'm I'm almost 100% sure those were all, there'll be a line out the door for, with those spoken for before we open. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we're going to do like a nonprofit uh, silent auction. So we're going to do 10 bottles for a silent auction, have 10 different nonprofits represent. So if you got a fistful of cash and want to give it to a nonprofit, you can almost guarantee yourself a bottle. Yep. Do you have the all the nonprofits chosen yet? Uh, we have you? a lot of them. I know um, we're doing uh, um, the Children of Incarcerated Parents is one. Uh, Cambodia Reads. Um, the uh, we're reaching out, working with the uh, talking to the federated charities as well to try and get some more people on board. Chris may be asking, do we need any more? Yeah, yeah. Right now, uh, we had one that um, that dropped out, so we're we're looking to get that last spot filled, but we're. Hoping to raise a lot of money for for charity for this event, so uh, yeah, it should kind of our our way of giving back for the holidays. So if you can't show up early, show up with Locked. fistfuls of cash. Yeah. Fistfuls of cash, yeah, and a big heart, wanting to help somebody. Yeah, <laughs> with with booze in the end goal. Though. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be the bottles. Uh, you know, each bottle is numbered. So bottles one through bottles ten will be all. Each one will be the different charities. So it'll be. Oh, so even extra special. Extra special, yeah. And then everyone gets uh, Tyler's autograph, too. Yeah. That's the extra, extra special. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. What what if we want Braden's autograph, though? You don't don't want my autograph. (laughs) That's that's basically worthless. All right, then. Dang. (laughs) I wasn't even going to be that cruel with (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you don't need to. Braden just takes care of that for you. Self-deprecation is my my strong suit. So the the last time we usually wait for the end of this, but I, I want to make sure I don't forget. The last time I was on, you guys hadn't received any bad reviews yet. Yes. Have you have you gotten any yet? Uh, if you say no, it's going to be so annoying. I don't think we have. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think so. In preparation for next year, I'm just going to find people to leave. Please bad do. Reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would we get a get a bad one in there. I'm sure we'll have one. I've certainly year. been working towards it. I'm not sure why we don't have. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've gotten to the point where we have enough five stars. We're like, well, screw it. We can burn one. Like, <laughs> we're not going to be nice to this person. <laughs> I'll just leave one and tear apart Kenny. Please do. Yeah, you mean cute Kenny. Yeah, that's yeah. A, we have a good five star review that With was Kenny the highlight was cute Kenny. Cute, cute Kenny will will serve you. So please tell me you've had a name tag made for him. That's, that's the next that's, round that's of business next. cards. We're not that creative. <laughs> Cute Kenny. The next one. <laughs> yeah. And we do call him Cute Kenny at least once a week. Though. Yeah. Got to keep him on, on board with that. 
And in the meantime, you've um, added another person to, well, maybe not a person, but you have a distillery dog now. Yeah, Boone. And people. Uh, We've added people and dogs. Yeah, people and dogs. So now we have two two distillery dogs, Ryder and Boone. And uh, Boone is still learning. He's got a ways to go. He hasn't figured out how to work the still yet? Hasn't worked, yeah. He likes uh, eating a lot of grain. So, uh, he's good at cleaning up grain he, yep, on the floor. Yeah, he's eating a lot of rye and wheat and corn these days. Processes it very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's been fun. Basically, when we do a mash, Boone does a mash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we caught him In the solidarity? Other day. He, yeah, he, he ate a bunch of grain, and then uh, we caught him licking some anti-foam, which is harmless for him. But we called it a boon mash, so we just shake him up, and then we yeah. get a whiskey mash. He's it's making <laughs> inside boon that day. Eating a little bit of the, each step of the mash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just he, he wants to help clean. Yeah, yeah, he's he, a, a good dog. He's he's putting in the work there for sure. And then we hired a full time sales girl, Brittany. She's been down focusing mainly in the Baltimore area, doing a really good job for us down there. Yeah. We also have a couple of new part time people as well. Yeah. So starting to get a few few people. It's not just four people anymore when you have um the lady in charge of events yeah because i don't think she was there the last time we just did our last braden organized wedding yep it went off flawless yes (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely learned you know when we started uh we were the events were just kind of an afterthought like you know i'll handle it how hard can it possibly be to just let people in for weddings and the answer is it's very hard i think <laughs> i was spending like 30 hours a week answering emails from brides wondering you know what what color our trim was and what size the doors were and how how many things they could hang on the wall and then you get like a year later and they're like well you told us we could do this <laughs> like email I, 13 of 64 yeah we were digging like, through okay it. and we're not ready for this yeah <laughs> so you guys obviously underestimated the um level of detail that brides put into yes yeah and, <laughs> we're there know, now we figured it out but yeah. that means we've hired someone else. yeah caitlin <laughs> is much better at being uh detail oriented than we were so uh yeah thank god you know the, I, I put my time in tried the wedding industry out i was not very good at it so <laughs> that's something i learned about myself so is there anything left that you are doing now, Brayden? Not really. <laughs> I just sit around. I, so you, I drink so you a lot. just listed every, every job that you were yeah, doing. Yeah, that's to... right. Yeah, we have a salesperson. <laughs> we have an events person. He does I, our podcasts. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I get to come out, hang out here, uh, and drink a lot. You know, have the tough job of doing these cocktail takeovers, which mostly involves drinking cocktails. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty over. tough life these days, you know. Watch Boone. That's that's take care of the distillery dog. <laughs> how was um how was proof? Uh, the, it was great. The we had Maryland a Maryland Distillers Guild. It event. went off. It went off really well. Um, uh, it was definitely interesting when they asked. They're like, "Oh, the distillers will be doing the cocktails." We're you know we've been in the distilling industry for a while. We were not very good bartenders, so <laughs> our initial submission was the reserve gin, gin on the rocks. So we were like, yeah, uh, here it is. They're like, well, you got to do something. So we ended up doing uh, uh, rosemary old-fashioned with the um, reserve, which was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, it's, you know, it's been, it's been really fun doing the unfortunately we're not doing video i know it's tyler taking pulls out of bottles right now (laughs) coming along well as tyler just takes a chug straight from a bottle of boot jack i've been talking long enough i'm bored yeah (laughs) um all right well then let's take a real quick break to thank um the roast house pub for their continued support of the uncut podcast and maybe when um we come back we can be interesting enough that Tyler isn't so bored that he needs to start drinking. Sure. (laughs) A huge thank you to our presenting sponsor, Roast House Pub, which is located at 5700 Urbana Pike in Frederick, Maryland. If you have listened to this podcast before, you have definitely heard me go on and on about the beer dinners that Chef Nico creates. Simply put, they are amazing. But Roast House Pub has much more to offer. Their friendly staff is knowledgeable about beer and will help you choose from among the 20 beers they have on tap. In addition to the awesome beer selection, the food is always amazing. Make sure to follow them on Facebook and check their website at www.roasthousepub.com to keep up to date on their constant stream of events. 
All right, so I don't um, – we made a little video talking about Boot Jack, but did we ever – I don't know if we ever recorded an actual episode of po- of the podcast talking about Boot Jack. I don't think so. So uh, why, why don't we um, – let's talk about – let's give a brief description of Boot Jack first since that's the one that um, Tyler decided he was going to start chugging out of. Mm-hmm. It will be rude to have the bourbon um, before everyone else. We've all had the rye. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, a nip, not a chug. I don't know. That looked closer to a chug. Maybe it's on a distiller sliding scale. Mm-hmm. It's, exactly. Like mm-hmm. I, the, um, You're the one who's got a flask in front of you, sir. I do. And <laughs> actually, for for a while, um, when the, this was first made, I had this with me often. And there's a couple times we were out places and I'd pull it out and ask people if they wanted to try it. And Beth, my wife, just looked at me. He's like, who have you become? <laughs> you got to stop this. Yeah. I think when we, when we first did it, it was two years ago when we were talking to you, you were not so into spirits you're mostly a beer guy and now two years later you're carrying around a flask of of malt whiskey around with you all the time so it happens yeah that's great that's great you're on your way chris it's beautiful to see the transformation (laughs) all right so um tell everyone about the boot jack and if boot jack's high rye we do 75 percent rye 20 percent wheat five percent corn we mill it all in-house we're one of a couple distilleries left in the world who's processing through stone so we got two big granite blocks we use to mill all our flour. We start with all USDA organic, all non-GMO, so it's all pesticide-free heirloom grains. Uh, and this I kind of like the flavor of pesticides, though. I know. It's actually really good. Like, Scott's makes some really good pesticides, but we decided to give this one without. Since most whiskeys already have that nice pesticide flavor, we decided to do something a little bit more unique. <laughs> but this one's at 90 proof. So a little bit of heat, a little bit of spice up front, but really nice clean distillation so it mellows out really quickly, get a nice sweet body on the background. Yeah, this is, um, we really tried with this one to restore kind of a really traditional Maryland style rye. Um, So, you know, a lot of people are now learning um, about the heritage of Maryland rye whiskey and how big it was pre-prohibition. Um, so this was our kind of best guess at um, what they were doing at the A. Horsey Distillery out in Burkittsville, um, which was one of the bigger distilleries uh, in Maryland. Is that where the Blair Witch was? Uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah, right around there. It's got a lot of uh, spirits, a lot of, ghosts. A lot of parallels between those two. <laughs> but it's kind of, you know, a lot of the core mission of our company is kind of blend that old world you know, these traditional heirloom grains and traditional milling techniques that does a good job of preserving the flavor with, you know, modern distilling techniques and using this hybrid still to clean it up nicely. So it does have a lot of that spice up front, um, but it's a really soft rye. We get a lot of bourbon drinkers who are like, I don't drink rye, can get on board with this one. So we were just talking about cocktails. Would you use that in a cocktail at all, or is that um, something yeah. you would want to just drink, I think sip it's, on by itself? I think it, it stands on its own. Um, I think it's, you know, I, I prefer drinking this, you know, either with like a cube of ice or just neat. Um, but, you know, that spice plays really well. Uh, we had uh, some Manhattans with it the other day. It was a really fun one. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's really soft, so it's very versatile and using for different cocktails. Because I become way obsessed with um, taking photos to post, just to post on Instagram. Sure. I, I really wanted to make clear ice cubes until uh, I discovered how hard it is to make clear yeah, ice cubes. Order, like order the water in or whatever. Or just- but it was, I mean, it's partially water, but I like I just bought distilled water. Um, but then you need to like the the cube makers are super expensive, They're like, like six seven hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I've seen them at like, uh, conventions before. They're crazy, like that huge metal block, and then you put the whole cylinder in it. Yeah, or it. they're cool. Even what they're, I mean, there's home ones that are maybe only like a hundred and some, but it's because as the particles in the water are what cause it to settle down and like because it's always the bottom that's not as clear Mm -hmm. so they make like these double chambered 
ice cube trays so that the particles go everything goes down to the bottom but so then there's only like a little connection between the two so they just break off and i was like i forget i just don't care (laughs) 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 that's when laziness kicked in and uh i could see Braden get into something like that i don't think so little fancy ice you know that's right at Braden's alley it my my thought was you just like if you have really pure water it'll make clear ice nope not so much yeah, so I would, I would assume thing. that, too. Ice has become a really big deal in the last, like, five years, I feel like. Fancy ice shapes, clear, no ice, no air bubbles in them. I did buy some um, fancy shaped ones. Like the, I can't remember that company that makes the silicon ones. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have those. Yeah. Have yeah. you uh, seen, like, the ice stamps? No, those I don't know fancy. what those are. Me either. That's as far as my knowledge into them goes. Yeah, you can put like the brand of your like restaurant or distillery oh. or whatever it is in them, like stamp them up. So it's like, you know, it's a. I think it's just like food grade stamp. You just just it, a piece of metal. Yeah, it's hot metal. And they just put it. Right I um I used the fancy shaped ones like once or twice, and now they sit in a cabinet. What shape? What shapes ones. did you get? Some diamonds. I had, no, I got the large. Just the the ball ones mm-hmm, and sphere. then um skeleton ones oh nice <laughs> they're like skulls can you get the oh, skulls that would be easy to get out saying full skeleton yeah it's just hard to get out of the mold. well even the skulls that were kind of hard to pop out yeah yeah i saw one what did josh have had this it was a oh, yeah. uh, death star the big death oh, I've star seen that, that one you know, yeah. pretty cool yeah, he's a huge star wars fan mm. i thought about ordering that one but it was a lot more expensive than sure. the other ones <laughs> and once again came into i didn't care that much <laughs> so the what what is an, actually i don't even know what a manhattan is I've never ordered one uh so it's one. uh traditionally rye whiskey although i see them with bourbon as well um and some sweet vermouth and sh- usually shaken um and then garnished with uh either like a bourbon cherry or a orange peel Sometimes some crushed sugar in it. Yeah. Later this week, um, I'm going to be recording an episode with a woman named Brooke. She has this party business, I think it is. I guess we'll find out what it is on Friday when I record it called Bashes by Brooke. Sounds like a party business. She she was um, part of the uh, bartending competition that I emceed, and she won it. Um, and but like she had all like pyrotechnics and smoke and like her her cocktail making was at a level that I've not experienced. That sounds before. like when we go to com- cocktail competitions, who we go up against while we're in like jeans and a t-shirt and they're like <laughs> pulling sparklers out of their hat and they're like, <laughs> what carving tonic, roses tonics out of their shoe. Yeah, yeah. I made and, this simple syrup in my shoe last week. <laughs> and, and Braden's pouring uh, McClintock Reserve over some ice. Here you go. I got this tonic from Safeway. (laughs) (laughs) They said it was the best one they got. (laughs) Yep. Sounds about right. All right. So let's talk about the bourbon. Cool. Try uh, the bourbon. Yeah, I'll pour it out. Tyler, you want to talk about the bourbon? Nope. (laughs) Okay. Here, you, you pour it out. So this is, um, we actually haven't harvested the barrel. We're waiting till next week when the labels come in. So this is a barrel sample. So it is unfiltered at this point, um, but we did blend it down a little bit. So this is sitting around um, uh, 90 proof. Uh, This is kind of our take on a bourbon. So it's exactly 51% corn, which is the legal minimum you can do to still call it a bourbon. And then we finish this uh, with rye and wheat. Uh, to give it a little bit of a nice Maryland flair to it. A little more like complexity. It's not quite as sweet as your traditional bourbon. So can you um, go all the way up to 100% corn? Yep. And w- oh, yeah. Would you not want to do that? Or do no, there's you, people like, that do, people? do that. Okay. People do it and yeah. like it. It's just and, not our, our preference. Yeah. I mean, most, most of the bourbons you see on the shelf, like your Maker's Mark or um, – uh, like Woodford, Buffalo Trace, a lot of those are like 75% or above corn. Um, so that's, that's kind of more traditional. Yeah, it's, like it's yeah, super it's nice. mellow. It has a lot of complexity to it. Um, yeah, I think the extra, uh, the extra few months in the barrel definitely give it a little bit more of that nice like phenolic smokiness. And the rye, I think, where the boot jack, the rye comes across right in the front in that spiciness. 
this just has that little hint of more of like a robustness right on the back end of it, which is kind of kind of unique for bourbon. Yep. Yeah, just like the, the, yeah, like <clears throat> just a little hint on the tail. That's mm-hmm. that's really good. Yeah, people should definitely um, get there uh, early to get some of this, <laughs> or show up with a big heart and a in fat bands. Yeah, so with the set. Is that the right term? Sounds make it rain. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the kids say today. Fat bands make it rain. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Braden tells me to say at least. Yep. <laughs> Pretty in touch with what the, the kids are into these days. The um I'm actually going to uh a thing at Guinness tonight. Oh, cool. Where they they put um they had a really strong stout that they made and or aged it in uh bullet bourbon barrels so it was strong beforehand and then they made it stronger yeah oh. although i think technically you're not really not supposed to add much to the abv when you barrel age beer no because it's um you're really not supposed to get much of the i guess it depends on how much they leave in we've given a few barrels to some breweries that had like a, probably about almost a gallon of booze left in it so i feel like that upped up their beer a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure whoever they were dumped that out because that would not be legal. No. <laughs> yeah, well, never, never mind. Yeah, we'd, we'd never do such well, a thing. No, I mean, we'd never I do mean, such it, a it, thing. You definitely would have sent it to them with some left in it so it didn't dry out. Right. Exactly. But they definitely would not have used it that way. No, yeah. never. Although, um, they, oh, they don't exist anymore, so I can badmouth them as much as I want. OC Brewing... Um, they don't which, exist anymore? No, uh, Independent bought them and I believe changed the name. So at least a good brewery purchased them and sure. then I would assume is making good beer there <laughs> now because I mean, their their beer by themselves was good. Yeah. Um, but the one and only time I ever went there and had their beer, they had a bourbon barrel aged something. I can't remember what it was. And I'm pretty sure they just dumped some bourbon into it because it did not taste like your average barrel-aged. barrel-aged beer. It tasted like someone just dumped some bourbon into <laughs> beer. Delicious. That was the exact opposite, really. <laughs> it, was, like, it was definitely some of the worst beer I've ever had. Mm. But it was strong. It was strong <laughs> and undrinkable. Nice. <laughs> Good. Good. So the um, the other two you listed, all right, it was the so the Bootjack is being re-released. What's the name of the bourbon, or is it just? Uh, so it's our matchstick bourbon, which is a homage to our namesake McClintock Young. So that was one of his big inventions was the fully automated matchmaking machine, uh, which Tyler's family actually has the uh, deed of sale of his machine to the Diamond Match Company, which are still using a modified version of the yeah, similar they machine. Yeah, they still today. use a couple of the components in their mm-hmm. machines today. Um, wow. Like the strike plates or something, which mm-hmm. who the hell knows what those are. But <laughs> yeah, we don't understand it, but it's... Uh, <laughs> Sounds important. We yeah. emailed them and asked them for the right to use like a old diamond match on the label. They politely declined. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Like, yeah. Thanks, but no. <laughs> oh, like, why would they care? And it's liquor. And they're, I don't know. Liquor yeah. and matches. Those things go together yeah, for me, I know. But like I guess you, not for them. Start a whole trend of bars lighting. Exactly. Uh, High-proof alcohol and, and, and fire. Yeah. Wimps. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, matchstick. So match we use bourbon. Bic lighters now. <laughs> <laughs> Just the... <laughs> um, and then the liqueur yeah. was the other one. Yeah, that's this one. It's the chai pear liqueur. Yeah. Oh, that... I, I, I was wondering what the little bottle was because it's, it's darker than I would have... It is. Expected it to be. Yeah, the, it's sat for what, three weeks-ish? Yeah, months. Four, yeah, a few, few months. <laughs> uh, anyway, we we uh, basically took our um, our whiskey tails, redistilled it into a really nice, clean, neutral spirit, and then just took all of the natural uh, byproducts from Charlie's Shrubs. Um, for this one, it was uh, pear slices, uh, allspice, cinnamon, clove, um, and then, is there one or one or two other you spices? You said cinnamon and stuff. Yeah. yeah, cinnamon. I wasn't listening to you. Sorry. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's just this, you know, it's all natural ingredients. Oh, sorry. You're, um, you're, you're not as yeah, audible he, as Charlie does else. a really good job with taking 
100% organic spices and fruits. He slices them up and is more or less soaking them in an organic apple cider vinegar for a few months. And it does a really good job of extracting out a lot of those components, but it doesn't do as good a job as alcohol is going to do. So when he's done producing this, he strains off all the liquid, but still has all of his leftover spices and botanicals. So he gives that over to us, and then we'll saturate it in about uh, 60% ABV, uh, redistilled tails, as Braden said. And then we'll soak it for another, like, yeah, three or four months. And then we'll strain it and filter it. And this is what we get. Yeah. We want to do something different because cordials, not knocking cordials, but a lot of what you'll find in the liqueurs or cordial section is basically like corn syrup, grain alcohol, and, you know, flavor flavoring chemicals yeah um so you know for the most part it wasn't really what we were into drinking and we thought hey, this would be really interesting to do an all-natural you know real fruit extraction for for this product um and rather than we basically sweetened it to the minimum uh that you can sweeten it and still yeah. call it a liqueur we actually didn't add any sugar ourselves only sugar added is residual from what charlie adds in his production and this one's at 70 proof what do, what do they what's the limit for what what can be called a liqueur? I think it has to be two point five percent sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a really fun. You know, the cordials has just been a really fun project for us to work on. It's you get some pretty wild flavors out of it. This it's would make an amazing air freshener, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got an interesting component because it's had a little bit of that apple cider vinegar in there. It actually yeah. does a very good job of cutting the bite out of alcohol. It almost tastes like a, like a 12, 13% wine versus a 70, like a 35% uh, liqueur, which is what it's sitting at right now. Yeah, that one that could definitely be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, we have another one that we'll release a little bit later, the Blood Orange Saffron, and it's a little bit higher proof and a little bit more dangerous. <laughs> so how would you drink that? Um, so I guess a lot of people would use it as like a cocktail adjunct. So what we've been doing a lot of, which has been a really nice cold weather drink, is basically an ounce of this, two ounces of the whiskey, and then uh, we use some McCutcheon's apple cider. You heat the whole thing up, um, and then it's just like a really nice, like spicy hot toddy. Um, okay. But it's also really nice as, you know, somebody pointed out it's a great, like, aperitif for, like, dessert, just like a little, you know, ounce to finish off your meal. It's a good digestive. Um, I mean, you could drink this stuff just neat or on the rocks just as a – I mean, it's so complex. There's so much going on in it. It's really fun to to play around with. I'm sure good bartenders would have some – much better, better ideas, ideas for it. <laughs> something we say often. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. If you, all of our like recommended cocktails, they all come from real bartenders. We we don't consider ourselves real bartenders. What's that? there's that? Um, I can't remember if it's an aperitif or a digestif. The they're like wrapped in the paper. Oh yeah, I've seen those. At the... uh, what are those? But you can order them on Amazon mm-hmm. for for some, but they're like forty proof or something like that. But interesting. But because they're late, like they're considered uh, something else. That yeah, it's like they're. I think they're classified under bitters. I guess. Yeah. I so think it's so it's you don't like the alcohol is considered like the secondary nature, and it's really about extraction. So listen up, high school kids. <laughs> yeah, easy, no, easy, no, no, easy, no, easy. No one is suggesting <laughs> that. Or, uh, I believe you have to say that you're over 21 if you go to order them. Those yeah. are probably the type of thing that if you eat enough to catch a buzz, you're going to get sick. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't – like I had one because I, I, um, when I went to – um, a beer blogger and writer conference, which is basically like four days straight of drinking. Um, there was a guy that gave me one. Was like, "Here, have some of this. This helps me." All when I, and it actually did. It like calms it's the like stomach a hair down. Here, the dogs, <laughs> candy. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Get you over that hump. Although with the checking to say you're 21, remind me the Onion had an amazing article of. Um, the headline was like gift gifted 10 year old hacker bypasses um anheuser bush's uh 
are you 21? I'm, yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> so, like, is really sophisticated. I don't think anyone's probably gotten by ours. Yeah, it's a, it's actually ours. a yes or no, so they would probably always say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like they talked to they had like the obviously fake interview, but like talking to Anheuser Busch's uh, chief security officer, <laughs> like, and the kid was like, and I so I I also changed. Um, He's like, why? Well, I, I just uh, I took twenty one and I subtracted the year I was born and added a couple years, but I also changed the birth date just to make sure they weren't <laughs> on to me. <laughs> I've done that a few times. <laughs> so I still don't put my real birthday into any of those things. Yeah. I just scroll down to like the sixties. Yeah. January first, nineteen sixty, all the time. <laughs> Someone told me that isn't even required by law. It's not. That just even, everyone like we do it too, and I don't I don't know why. I guess it's everyone make everyone like feels a little bit better at night when they do that. I think you should remove it from your w- website and see what happens. Well, we're gonna be shut down the next day. We're trying to make it to year three. Uh, <laughs> well, you have you've made yeah, we it did. into yeah, year now three. We can, now December second. Oh, okay. We got, we got All right, remove it on the third. Yeah, then yeah. we'll do that. <laughs> That's fine. So, what else is going on at your party? Uh, we'll have a bunch of cool vendors there. Uh, we're have some live music. Is double uh, motorcycle playing? Oh yeah, we haven't if, talked if to him want. about that yet. We yeah, gotta, we gotta discuss some some amperage. some volume some, some volume, volume stuff after the last some two logistical, times. Uh, yeah, we can handle people throwing drumsticks at our guests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> walking across our bar, <laughs> jumping off the bar, and nearly breaking their ankles. Yeah, I will say like but, they definitely brought up like we were really dragging because it's such a busy day, and as soon as you got on, like everybody got it re-energized, and then it. No, they're welcome back. They, yeah. they they like to play loud. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be in charge of the volume this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Colin was just was just messing with me. And every time I asked him to turn it down a little bit, he would turn it up a little more. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's yeah. kind of like the, I guess the game I play with my kids when they ask to have something turned up and I turn it down just a tad. <laughs> they, they haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. But like, look, the light's lighting up. It's going up. <laughs> so apparently. Uh, Colin thought he could trick you like a three-year-old. <laughs> he did I mean, he's not too far off. He's not too far off. That was the second year he did it, and he, he tricked me the first year. Second year. <laughs> <laughs> not as much. So what sorts of vendors? Uh, so we have... Um, uh, poets? Yeah, the typewriter poets are going to be back. That was a big hit uh, at the Bootjack release. What's that? So it, it's really interesting. I had never heard of this before. They approached us. They said, sure, we'll give it a shot. It's... They come in with a typewriter and they write live poetry about yeah, whatever you, you like. Give them a subject. Yeah. Which brings me, if Jim, if you're listening, we have bodily fluids by Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Your poem is still at the distillery. <laughs> yeah. So they will literally write it about anything. <laughs> the bodily fluids one was an interesting one we found after the event that we had to hold on yeah, to. We still got that somewhere. Mm hmm. So basically, yeah, you give them any topic, and they'll write you up. You'll come back in like three or four minutes, and they'll have a poem written for you. Yeah. Why does uh, it got, take them so long? I don't know. They're really good. You should read Bodily <laughs> Fluids by Jim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have Lizzie West coming back. She's a very talented uh, singer. Yeah, I love her. Um, does she play in an appropriate volume? She does. She does. <laughs> it's perfect. It's a perfect volume for the distillery. I think uh, the double motorcycle and Lizzie West should do a little duet. Oh, a collab? Oh, we should get them in to do a, a collab. Love, a love song? I like that. Love duet, Colin and Lizzie. Is the cigar guy coming back? Um, yeah, we're, t- we're um, looking at bringing in. You may have noticed, in... Tyler, that your voice sounds very different than everyone else's because you keep turning away from the microphone. Well, I have this nice deep voice. Them. I don't want to overpower you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a yeah printing press doing <clears throat> bootjack coasters that you can pick up. It'll be like oh, a cool. limited edition. Um, and then Sweet Farm will be there doing the uh, the mixers again. Uh, mixed so sample mixed cocktails. sample cocktails. Yeah, because can't possibly allow a distillery to no. serve cocktails. No, no, no. Straight booze only. Yes, <laughs> that's so, the way the people that's want the, it. That's the safe way to. Yep. That's to the consume way. alcohol. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give the people what they want. Straight booze. <laughs> yeah. So it should be a fun time. We have the, the release parties are always good. Definitely crazy in the morning, but by you know the afternoon and the evening, it's just a really fun time to yeah, hang it'll, out. Yeah, it'll be a good time. What are yeah. the hours? 12 to 8. 
So if you want a uh, matchstick, you should be there. Probably just start a, camping at, out so, now. Yeah, there will have a lot. <laughs> we'll have a. It'll be sold out before we open for what the in-house will be in-store sales. I don't know how we're calling those yet, but yeah, yeah. We had like a. We had, we had 60, 69 people out the door before we released the uh, boot jack. We'll probably have that much or more for the uh, the bourbon, but we'll probably only do about fifty or so bottles just as a first come first serve. So those will all be the people lined up. Yeah. This is December first, correct? Yeah, yep. first Saturday in December. Um, in the, are you doing anything special for the bootjack thing, or is that just the first come first serve? We'll do the same thing we did last time, which would be first come first serve for it in a one bottle per person limit. Okay, and that'll be for everything but the cordial. Okay, um, you know the on Friday, this Friday, the sixteenth, which there is a possibility that you could be listening to this before then and since i've stopped doing these live it's always confusing to bring up anything date or time wise sure. um uh double motorcycle is having the world premiere of their new video wow so you at old mother they didn't at well, seven o'clock well, they didn't shoot any of the video at our place they did you just weren't there uh, gotcha. gotcha. That window that was broken. Actually, that was... I, I did notice a window broken yesterday. <laughs> so, <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> so you should come to Old Mother at seven o'clock on Friday. Brayden will. No one lets me out of the distillery. I think I'm in Baltimore doing a cocktail takeover. Unfortunately, drinking more I'm gonna cocktails. Miss it. I know. It's a tough life. And it, that's um, as part of the Maryland. Spirits, Spirits Week, yeah. month, yeah, not yeah. Week. Why do you get a whole month? Well, the brewers, you know, the brewers and the winemakers get a whole month. Do they? So, oh yeah, because yeah, but February. well, actually, breweries kind of get ripped off. They get February. Yeah. Although I always like everyone talks about February like it's so much shorter than every other month, it's and just it's, no one buys it's anything. Two in days, February. January, February, people are just like in hibernation. Yeah, it's a tough month until Valentine's Day. No one buys anything booze wise, really. Then it's like, oh my God, it's Valentine's Day. I better I get her get drunk. Because <laughs> <laughs> my card sucks. <laughs> I bought dead flowers. <laughs> I can't. Way too much for them. Um, what? So, are, are there any other exciting events for Spirits uh, Month that you want to? Yeah, I don't. I don't know when this is going to air. At some point this week. This so week. We'll, we'll just start from next week on. Okay. Uh so we have um I know the 28th of this month uh there's going to be a Frederick Distillers takeover at JoJo's which would be a lot of fun. We really had a great time at it, the McClintock takeover at JoJo's. They do a great job. Uh the 29th uh, we're taking over Rye Bar in Baltimore. If you have any people over there, it'll be us in uh, Old Line Spirits. Um, oh, what else do we got going on? Uh, oh, we got a lot of stuff this week, but it's not going to air. Yeah, people should just go online and look. Yeah, it, it's, it's all easier. on Facebook. It's all on <laughs> Facebook. You can find it there. Um, there's a bunch of really cool Maryland Spirits events um, that are going on in I think for for first year it's been awesome. It's really a lot of people showing up to all the events, a lot of tastings. You know, people are really finding out how many Maryland spirits there are out there. You know, there's a lot of really good products coming out of the state um, these days. Do you have any other exciting products in the pipeline? Oh yeah, but yeah. we can't tell you about them. Yeah, uh, like now we uh, we got some more cordials coming out. Like we said. Uh, we have a variety of like s really small kind of like one or two barrels of some whiskeys. We got a wheat whiskey. We got a lot of collabs with with you. We got some with Monocacy. We got some with some local uh, meaderies and cideries. Yeah. We're, we're probably have like another uh, way too many. I don't even want to think about designing <laughs> labels. We got <laughs> a lot of releases. Next eight year. releases in the next year. Yeah, eight, year and a half. A lot of different whiskeys. We still need to come up with a name. Most of the, the most of the ones you said were pretty good. You want to talk about those? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I prefer not to bring those up. <laughs> I, I was confused for a second. I was like, oh, I remember. Yeah. We'll um, we'll not. I, I think those were. 
mean, they were gr- they were Those great. Those ideas. Solid ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think we should probably go with something different. Yeah. But back to the as far as our whiskeys go, one last thing. If you guys are interested in them, I would highly suggest signing up for our mailing list, homepage of our website. Uh, we'll do a lot of releases for people exclusively who are members of that. And it's not something we email every week. It's like once a quarter. So. Yeah. We won't spam your inbox. Much. Yeah. <laughs> It's only really when when we need something from you or <laughs> you need let some you money. know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, when <laughs> are are um are you still doing the gin and uh, whiskey making classes? Yes. Do you have any of those coming up? Yeah. So we just launched um, all of our distilling 101 classes, which is our our most popular, the full day hands on class that that you, that you did. I did. Um, you even get donuts? Yeah, yeah. You get donuts in the morning. You get lunch from Frisco's. It's a it's a really that's the highlight of the yeah. class. I think I've I've used that barrel like three or four times now. Great. Nice. Yeah. I mean, they're good for like 30 uses. So it's you basically get 250 bucks worth of free stuff and the education is just all priceless from that priceless yeah you get to say (laughs) professor uh professor hagemeyer over here it's it's all about professor bump nasty it's great (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah we'll we'll be doing we've we launched those dates uh we'll be doing the maryland 101 um which is kind of a shorter like introduction to whiskey class we do with frederick community college um, and then we're hoping to bring back the make your own gin class again with um, the common market because those have been very popular. Um, and we're going to try and expand a little bit more of uh, some other like fun events. So we have like a chocolate pairing with uh, Zoe's coming up next month. Yeah, that was popular. Um, Sold out. Yeah. Uh, and people more. like her chocolate. Yeah, there's, it's so good. We went over for the pairing meeting, and what it was, was she was part of like some swag bag for a, um, and it may even be ongoing. For some, um, one of the TV or movie award shows. Oh, really? Yeah, like the Emmys or something. Oh, that's like awesome. The, yeah, Zoe's Chocolates were in. Interesting. I, I believe it. Her stuff is so good. It's and I don't know if it was like a ongoing thing or if it was just that one year. I don't know. That FNP had an article about Interesting. it. Interesting. That's pretty cool. I can't believe the liquor board showed up at those chocolate places and made them throw out all their liquor chocolate. Really? Did that happen? Yeah. They had to like eliminate all their stock. Remember we did that the uh, with uh, who's the other chocolate place in town? Perfect truffle. Perfect truffle. Remember we stopped through because they did it for like they do chocolates for Catoctin Creek and some other places. Uh-huh. But apparently about six months ago the, the liquor board came through to all the chocolate places in town and made them throw out all their chocolate that's made with booze. So they like the the ones that he had with Flying Dog and stuff. All that. I'm not sure if the Flying Dog ones, but I know that like that they made them get rid of the Catoctin Creek ones, and we were that talked to them. And they said that they wouldn't be able to do that anymore. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. I probably just misstated the whole thing, and I'm just having like, a bunch of calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get the corrections, the FNP corrections department. Disclaimer, yeah, yeah. I think that happened. <laughs> <laughs> that may have been in a dream. I, <laughs> I may just not like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could have been his polite way of turning us down for doing chocolate <laughs> with us. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, liquor board, you know, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the short version of this story is Randy doesn't like time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. So we'll do a quick rundown. December 1st, uh, noon until eight. 8 o'clock is the anniversary party. Bootjack, Matchstick, and does the liqueur Spice Pear Liqueur. Spice Pear Liqueur will be released. Um, Matchstick, very limited quantities. Uh, probably start camping out now if you want to <laughs> get some, or bring a ton of money to donate to um, or to enter the silent auction to support a local charity. Right on. And there will be some sort of raffle and stuff. Yeah, also. we'll do something throughout the day for a li- like ten to twenty bottles for people who are actively there. Every like thirty minutes or so, we haven't exactly figured it out. We'll do. A few bottles that someone should has get a, right to buy. A megaphone to do, to do those. You want a megaphone, with. don't you? I do. Okay. I do want a megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're thinking about a megaphone. I think we could we could make something like that. Brain's got to remind me, or you do. <laughs> yeah. We got those mics. We do 
freestyle bourbon announcements so how the about day. we'll buy you a megaphone but you have to be there all day to like run the raffle and like announce the winners i could do that okay. as long as i get to use a megaphone there oh, go. for sure, <laughs> for sure. I feel like that's like a good like sixty dollar investment. <laughs> I don't even think they cost that much. Because oh, yeah, no, I've eat. almost impulse bought bought one several, <laughs> several times we're, on we're Amazon. We're gonna get you a nice one. Don't yeah. you worry. Yeah. Top of the line megaphone. It's gonna make the DJ noises and, and everything. And I don't want to wow, be. Wow, wow. And I don't want to be told to turn it down. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have put a regulator on that thing before you Colin touches it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, all three of those uh, spirits are absolutely delicious. I mean, I already knew Bootjack was great. Um, I don't, somehow, I feel like I didn't even know about the bourbon was coming. This we is, talked a lot about yeah, it. Yeah, there's so much focus on rye in Maryland that the bourbon kind of gets overlooked. But we were looking through, and we I think we got almost more bourbon we barrels than we do have rye barrels. Rye. So um, People like bourbon. I don't know why that happened, because bourbon's a lot harder for us to mill on our stone burr mill. Uh, corn, corn is, is just a little bit tougher, so it takes us almost twice as long to mill corn. But somehow we made a lot more of that. For some Was reason. it burnt? Like it jam it up? Or yeah, it's just it... it's th- it's larger and denser. So we uh, we put the stones pretty close together. We just have to run it a lot slower. Okay. If we do run it fast, it does jam up. So yeah, we're very slow. All right, well, gentlemen, I want to thank you for your time. Thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, always. appreciate it. And everyone should. Uh, Definitely show up on the first, and I make everyone else go through this, so you guys have to do a shot oh. of this whiskey that I made with McClintock Distillery. Mm. Sure, chose a different distillery. Those guys are not good. Yeah, not good at all. It would have tasted a lot better if I would have used a different distillery. Definitely, I can think of a lot. Yeah. Um, it is a single malt with twenty-five percent chocolate malt. And it's infused with Meridian and UK Golding hops. And this was aged. Nice so much he's spilling it on mm-hmm. his It's that good. It was aged in a one-liter barrel for mm. roughly a month, or however long. Thing is still very prevalent. Uh, ta- you weren't supposed to have drank it yet because oh. we were supposed to cheers. say cheers. Cheers. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. <laughs> The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook, and if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening.